It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir, c'est Simon. Welcome to the rendezvous. Simon means Simon in French. I want to start the show with a different statement, and I need your help to achieve this goal. I feel there is a big tension uh, between men and women everywhere, and we, as men and women, have to really maybe uh, reach out to each other, not so much to fight each other, not so much to criticize each other, not so much to, to pretend we don't know the differences, but to embrace the differences of who we are and to make one. So we all have limitations as who we are. What we can do is understand each other better. That will bring more respect, more love, more joie de vivre, more oulala. But I feel there's this tension around and maybe we can help bring it down. I hope so. You call the next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Adèle. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Adèle. Um, I understand uh, you have a question. What's going on? Yeah, so I recently got married, and um, up until, you know, I've, I've been with my husband now for seven years, and so this whole time we've been together, we've been like, we don't want kids, we don't want kids. Um, and then, you know, at the wedding, everybody talks about, like, oh, are you guys sure you don't want to have kids? Uh, and now, every time we see cute, like, little kids, he's like, I just, I think we would just be such good parents, and don't you think they're so cute? And I'm like, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we answer the question, i got to ask you, how does that make you feel when he says that? Um, I mean, it, it's kind of sweet. Like, it's like, oh, like, he thinks I would be a good mom, but it's also like, oh, huh, that's a lot of responsibility. I barely I want to get up and feed my cats in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old are you? I am 26. Okay. I said that because you didn't say no right away. So do you think consciously or subconsciously or in your intuition, there is a chance to change your opinion about being a mom one day? Or you think that door is, is, is closed and you have made up your mind for good? I I mean, I don't, I feel like there's, there's room for it to, to change, but it's also like, I've been kind of like aggressive with friends and family and been like, stop trying to get me to yeah. have kids. I'm not going to have kids. And so now I'm like, can I change my mind? That's a great question. Um, a, you can change your mind at any time about this. Uh, this is your right. But my point is that because you are willing to, to, to maybe change your mind, and he's mentioning it, um, I would just enjoy the little uh, compliment. And um, if you feel uncomfortable, you tell him. If you don't and you think it's cute, you tell him. And then who knows, in five years, 10 years, you know, friends of mine have had kids at uh, 40. So my advice at that is, is to just go as you feel. Do not be afraid or ashamed or embarrassed to say to everybody one day, you know, mazel tov or congratulations, you know, to, to us, you know, we're getting pregnant. I, I think it's beautiful whether you do have kids or not. It's, it's something that is a personal choice and both choices are wonderful. It's not a better choice or not a worse choice. All choices are yours are good, okay? Yeah. All right, Adele. Listen, enjoy. You're young. Enjoy the time with your husband. No kids running around. You'll have plenty of time maybe one day. Trust me on this. If Just enjoy the freedom. Exactly. <laughs> I'm yes. on it. <laughs> Please, you're very young. All right, Adele, thank you so much for calling. Good luck and have a good night. Thank you.
Goodbye, Simon. Thank you. So I got to ask you this. How would you feel if um, you both decide not to have kids and one of you in the middle of the road changes his or her mind? Let's talk about that next. So think about it. What if you and uh, your fiancé or now your wife or your husband, by the way, um, have made a deal, uh, like fully aware, fully disclosed, you guys, you know, like my last call, I did, I decided no kids for us. We want to be married. We want to have the greatest life, freedom, you know, travel, do this. And then in the middle of the road, one of you changes his or her mind. How would you feel? How would that make you feel? And is it something you should consider to change your own mind? Or is this a deal breaker? Because this is the toughest question and the toughest and the most radical change I think can happen in a relationship. So let me tell you what I would do if something like this would happen next. So this is a tough question. What would you do if you're in love with somebody, you even engage to somebody, you're even now married to somebody with the agreement from the get-go, no kids. We're going to love each other, travel, spend our money, be free, uh, not, not you know, raise anybody, which is a really cool choice too. And in the middle of the road, one of you just go, you know what, I've changed my mind. Um, let's have a baby. Here's what I would do, to be honest. If I don't want to be a dad, I would separate. Because each kid being brought to this earth deserves two parents who wants him or her. And it would be a shame, in the name of romance, to not prioritize the kid's future to have a great dad. So I would say no. That's just me. But we don't put it on social media, see what you think. You call the next. Bonjour, Cindy. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Cindy. What's going on tonight? How can I help you? So I've been dating a man for a couple of years, and it's a great relationship, except for one kind of huge part. Whenever we have an argument or we disagree about something, he will tell me that he'd like to talk to his mom first and get her <laughs> advice, and then he'll get back to me. For real? Yeah, for real. And at first I thought it was kind of funny and a joke, you know, hey, he and his mom are pretty close or very close. But yeah. he said he does it because his parents have been married for, you know, over 30 years. And he feels like she would know best how to respond to me. And it's ridiculous. It, it's been going on for two years. And I just can't deal with this anymore because sometimes he'll put her on speakerphone and have her talk to me that way, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what do you do? Uh, first, I gotta ask you, how does that make you feel when he does it? I feel like a child because I feel like he's going to, like he's a parent going to another parent and then they'll get back to me. Okay, I, would, I thought you were gonna say, uh, you know, that he's married to his mom. That it, so that, oh, that... well, that too. I mean, it, that's a whole other thing. I think it's a little creepy too. It is, it is. Okay, now. Have you, have you had a conversation about it? They said, this, this has to stop. It's ridiculous. I mean, did you, did you address this up front yet or not really? I have. In fact, this is why I'm reaching out to you because we had a pretty big fight about it. And I don't think he's going to stop going to her for advice. Okay. <sighs> well, so he, here's my advice. 
if he doesn't want to hear it from you, he's got to hear it from somebody, which is probably a couple of therapists to a therapist. So it is, it is really bad. I, I can put myself in your shoes. If my girlfriend, every time I have an argument with her, would say, hey, wait a minute, Simon. Uh, I'm going to talk to my dad first, and I'll get back to you. It would have made me so furious that I would consider, indeed, to, to go to couple therapy and, and break up if he doesn't do it, because it's humiliating for you, it's creepy, Mm-hmm. And also, it shows he has the you know is a is a mommy's boy to the extreme, and that's not healthy. So uh, you have to tell him that, and just say that um, you want to bring it to a couple therapists. And if the couple therapists agree with me, uh, then you have to change. If he agrees with you, I'll go with it, uh, because I can guarantee in advance no couple therapist will tell you it's normal to call your mother or your dad uh, while you're having right. an argument with your partner. That, that's so. I would do this, and the way to know about a good therapist after 30 minutes. If you don't feel good about it or you feel a, good, a bad vibe, it's the wrong therapist because I've had a therapist for years, so I know. Okay? Oh, I love this. This is, thank you. I'm going to do it. Thank you so much. All right. You should. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night. You too, Simon. Hey, question for you. Once you're married or in an exclusive relationship, how much of your love life dilemma should you bring to your parents? Let's talk about that next. Say you like Cindy who just called me and... Um, your partner would say, you know, when there's a problem, you know, hey, wait a minute. Let me speak to my mom first. I'll get back to you on it, right? You would be furious. I would be too. So then the question comes as, you know, how much do we bring to our own parents uh, about our love life dilemma, difficulties, challenges, or simple arguments? Because once we're an adult ourselves, should you bring information about your relationship, uh, your dilemmas to your mom or your dad? Should you? Or should you not? So let me share with you a personal experience I've had about this. So you don't do like me, you do better than me. Next. So I made many mistakes. Maybe that's why I do this show. So you don't make my mistakes. And one of them was when I was younger. And I mean by that under 20. Because I'm super close to my mom. So I would, I would bring some of my issues to my mom. And my mom was great because she said, I don't want to hear it. Mom, what is, I, I want to hear your opinion, I would say. She would say, Simon, you're an adult, you're 20 years old, you have a girlfriend, talk to her directly. And so I, I thought about it, I said, but mom, I mean, aren't you supposed to help me understand how women... And she said, no, 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 no. You love life as my son is off limit. Just like my love life is off limit to you. I don't talk about me and your dad with you. Don't talk about me and your girlfriend with me. And then I stopped doing it. I talk to my therapist, or I read for a solution, or I listen sometimes to a show. But I never, ever bring my love problem to my mom or dad. Except if I was to divorce, but I'm not married. So that's my advice. Don't bring it to your parents. You call the next. Bonjour, Camille. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Camille. So what's going on? How can I help you? Um, so my, I, my boyfriend of 15 years um, doesn't want to get married, and I really do. So I, don't, I need to know what to say to him to make him get married to me. <laughs> Wait a minute. So uh, you've been together for 15 years with this guy? Yes. In the last 15 years, how many times you've asked him, do you want to get married one day? Um, probably like five times. And when was the first time you brought it up? Like three years ago. So in the first 12 years, never once you brought up the idea, do you want to get married one day? You know, what's your... How do you look at this? Not never. 
we well we talked about it a little bit like when we first started dating and he seemed like we both kind of didn't really care about it okay and then yeah as it progressed um like my friends were getting married and all this stuff and i like started to feel like i kind of wanted that security of like marriage and to feel loved of course of course who doesn't um so you've asked him he said no five times over the years he never said yes right yeah okay why do you think he doesn't want to marry you um i mean i think that his he comes from like a broken home his parents got divorced when he was younger so i think that maybe it's that he doesn't like believe in it really okay i understand um why why do you want to get married to a man who doesn't want to marry you i don't know i guess that's a really good question <laughs> um <laughs> that is the question Yeah, um, yeah, I, I guess I have to think more about it. I, I, think yeah. about it. Why do you want to marry somebody who doesn't want to marry you? Because my point is this, and I want you to take time and not decide anything for a while. Okay. If you're happy with him and you are satisfied, feeling loved, heard, seen, calm, forget about the marriage thing. It's a miracle to find a partner like this. The ring on the yeah. finger must be nice, but truth is, 50% of that goes by the window of divorce. But if you find a good dude and he makes you happy, listen, I don't tell you what to do, but I would keep the good dude without the ring. That's what I would yeah. do. Yeah. Um, you know, really it's more precious and challenging and difficult to find true love than find somebody who wants to say yes. There is plenty of that for the wrong reason or good reasons. But only you can know that, Camille, that Do you feel happy, satisfied, heard, and loved with this guy? Yeah. All right. Just keep the dude. Forget the ring yeah. for now. Okay. Thank you so Don't. much. That was really helpful. Yes. Thank you. I hope it helps. But that's what I would say. You're most welcome. Enjoy and have a good night. Thank you, Cami. When you start dating somebody and things are going well and you become exclusive, how much do you expect somebody to change for you in the name of love? Let's talk about that next. So, you know how you meet somebody and you really feel your heart start beating for this person and, uh, you know, you get to know each other, you get to, um, you know, be romantic, ooh-la-la, and wonderful moments and all that, uh, introduce friends and family and then exclusive and then you move in together. And, and through that process, I, I got to ask you this, how much should you expect somebody to change for you? Because my last call, Cami said, you know, uh, well... Um, I really want to get married. We've been together for 15 years. How do I convince him to marry me? And we talked. And I asked her this key question. Why would you want to marry somebody who doesn't want to marry you? And that leads to my question now. How much do we expect to change somebody for us in the name of love? My answer is next. Okay, so think about this. You meet somebody, you date somebody, you ulala with somebody, you become exclusive, you meet parents, friends, you together, you move in. How much do you expect that person to change who they are in the name of love for you? My answer is very little. Loving somebody is loving them as they are. And if you don't love them as they are, then ask yourself, why am I with a person that I don't love where they are? We have to stop criticizing each other. We are so different. We think so differently, emotionally, physically, or even ooh-la-la. We're so different. So instead of wondering how we can change somebody, 
maybe we should wonder how we can love that person for who they are and just accept them and be accepted in return just for who we are. Less fighting, less drama, less argument, more peace in the house. That's my advice. You call the next. If you have a romantic story that happened to you, something sweet, something touching, please share it with me on the rendezvous and call me 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Anthony. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Anthony. So, uh, you have a romantic story to share. I'm all ears. Yes, I do. So, uh, Valentine's Day wasn't long ago, and um, I kind of have a new girlfriend, so I was very mm -hmm. excited to, to do something for her, and uh, sure. I figured out that she... She auctioned, she bid on an auction for a large dining room table uh, that she ended up winning, but she was working the only day that she could go pick it up, so she she wasn't able to pick it up. She thought she was just going to lose it uh, to the next highest bidder. Um, uh -huh. I actually figured that out, secretly found where it was. I went and picked it up, and uh -huh. I actually was able to bring it up to her apartment uh, and assemble the table. It was a huge table that I didn't think I would be able to get up there by myself. Um, and I assembled wow. it, and I left a little love note and some heart chocolates on it for her to walk in when she got home from work and see her table that she didn't think she was going to get. Um, wow, that, that's impressive. How did she react to that such kindness? Yeah, she loved it. Uh, she actually sent me a video of, like, the, the second she walked in, and um, it was great. She was lost for words and very surprised and uh, very appreciative of it, and I, I couldn't have asked for more. It was awesome. She's amazing. I love doing things for her, and I was so glad to be able to give her this table That's... that she thought she wasn't going to get. Yes, and you. Good dude, my man. You are doing good. So thank you so much for sharing that, that uh, great romantic story, and have a good night. Yeah, thank you, Simon. Thank you so much. I love listening to your show, and I love your accent, too. It's always fun to listen to. So. <laughs> that, yeah, that, that, I've been trying to lose it for the last 20 years with no success. So No, don't lose it. Don't lose it. No. All right. All right, I'll keep it then. Thank you, Anthony. Have a good night. Yeah, au revoir, Simon. Au revoir, Anthony. Au revoir, merci. Last question. Do you feel you wasted time in past relationships that just didn't work out? Let's talk about that next. Do you feel like you wasted your time in past relationships that simply didn't work out? Um, I wanted to know that what you thought about it. Um, it's a big question. I've talked about it with you and other listeners. Friends, do you feel like you wasted time in your past relationships that just didn't work out? 68% voted yes at Monevo Radio. 32% of you voted no at Monevo Radio, my web, my uh, social media. Please follow me at Monevo Radio. Make me and my team happy if you do. Thank you so much for voting and thank you for spending your late night with me. Merci beaucoup et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.